the thing about business plans, you can write a business plan. As much as you plan, there's so many things that you cannot anticipate them and you cannot plan them. As Rachel said, you have to be agile and you learn as you go. So even if we wanted to do something differently, in retrospect, it's good that we didn't know about all these obstacles <laughs> because then we probably would have not done it. That is interesting. Yeah, it's probably good that we just went and continued and have faith and we loved what we were doing and we believed in what we're doing. That was the main ingredient to keep us going. So do you have a close friend who you know you're meant to start something big with? Bucketless careers, big. Airbnb, Warby Parker, Ben & Jerry's all started by good friends. And today I talk to Rachel Katz and Tal Barr, best friends, passionate New Yorkers, and co-founders of Nono Pasta. It's an artisanal Italian pasta with the health promotion and immunity building properties of superfoods and adaptogens. And we'll explain what that can do for your body if you're not already familiar. But think an ingredient list that has so many no's, they named their pasta Nono. No gluten, no soy, no corn, no additives. Oh, and somewhere in this episode, you'll get a discount code of 15% if you want to give it a try. I loved this conversation because Rachel and Tall come to the co-founders table with very different but complementary backgrounds. Tall has a BFA degree from the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York who went into interior design. Rachel, a biochemist with a master's in business who worked for some Fortune 500 companies. But in addition to their tight personal bond, they both also had a joint compelling reason to create this business in the pandemic. Oh, and their takeaways are anything but trite. What they do differently as entrepreneurs chasing professional purpose, which is a question that I love, which we can learn from, they give us real substance here that you can use to build your runway. All right, let's listen. Rachel and Tal, thank you so much for being with me on Bucket List Careers. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. So before we dig into your journey as co-founders of No No Pasta, tell me how you came up with the name. When we decided to create food that actually makes you feel good, food that actually is medicine, food that you eat and you should feel not guilty eating it because it's doing good for your body. Mm -hmm. We were looking for a name that really were going to represent the food, the brand, but also represent what we're standing for. Yeah. And we were looking for something that is also memorable and catchy. So you're able to put all of this together and to, to come up with a name. And I think the one thing that resonates with both of us is that we said so many no's and it wasn't just in the food itself, but even, you know, now that we're talking about career, how we got to where we got, there were so many no's in order to allow us to do the yes. That's how the name came about. Ah, it's symbolic in a number of ways. <laughs> so Rachel, well, why don't you start with telling us how you made your transition because you were in a different industry altogether. What was working for you in your former professional life, if you will, and what wasn't? I was working for many years for Fortune 500 companies in both innovation and marketing and a lot in the beverage and food industry and developed new products for consumers. When you work in a big team, it's not just your voice. It's what the consumers want, but there's a lot, a lot of pressure of making margins mm -hmm. and costs. And unfortunately, there's a lot of compromises that you have to make along the way. And I have to say a lot of the products that I developed 
do not enter my home because I suffer from health issues and I need to be very selective in the kind of food that I eat and additives and GMOs and things like that really have an impact on my health. I wanted to develop something that I truly believe in and that I will not make any compromises on the quality, on the ingredients, and how it tastes, on how it looks. Because we also believe that the product is not just the product itself, but the entire experience with the design, with the colors, with the texture, with the flavor. So it's when you get it, it's a whole experience. It's like a gift to yourself. And we feel that it's a gift of love. Because pasta is food, so you enjoy getting it, you enjoy cooking it, and then you enjoy sharing it. It was just something, I think the pandemic hit us. And then you start to think, what are my values? What am I doing? How am I doing different? And the pandemic really put pressure on us, on a lot of people. You start working more from home. You're constantly home. What is important? It's family. It's our health, right? Without it, we have nothing. Yeah. And Tal and I always wanted to work together and I always wanted to own something. And it was like, okay, now is the time that we're going to make the change. And that was actually in the pandemic. I mean, you have a degree in biochemistry. You have a master's in business. You worked for Fortune 500 companies. How did you meet Tal, who has a BFA from the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City? How did you two come together? And what an interesting combination of skills that you guys have. Tell me a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I studied interior design. That's how I started my career. I got my degree from the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. Rachel and I both were working part-time while we were students, and we became friends two foreign students, young, New York. And then this friendship became into a sisterhood that now is almost, you know, it's embarrassing to say because of our age, we're almost like 30 years of of a very, very strong bonded relationship. A friendship like that with 30 years under your belt would make for such an amazing business partnership. So please go on. And that's something else actually to mention that when we decided to live very comfortable careers and to live very comfortable paycheck, it's not something that I would have done with anyone else, but with Rachel. Oh, so I love that. this was another component that was very, very important. So it's not just opening a business. It was about opening something or doing something that we really, really passionate and believe about. And then also the fact that we are doing it together. So it's, it's the two of us. We got each other's back. And we actually spend so much time together that we, you, you need to enjoy it. Otherwise, it's not worth it. And Tal, I know for you, the business is something that evolved over several years when you were diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. Yes. So speak to us a little bit about how your health affected your pivot into no-no market. There is some aspect of a health issue on your end too, Rachel, and we'll talk about that as well. But Tal, it's Hashimoto, the autoimmune condition. So tell me a little bit about that. It's a thyroid condition. It's an autoimmune disease, which autoimmune disease, there's a ray of conditions and Hashimoto is one of them. Unfortunately, one of every eight women Mm. usually gets it, more women than men. The unfortunate is it's many, many times it's not even being diagnosed. So if you feel very, very tired and you feel always very cold and your hair is falling and your nails are not very strong and you have brain fog 
and you feel that your energy, like you want to sleep, you sleep 12 hours at night and you get up in the morning and it's super hard for you to go to work and you don't understand why. Right. And you come back home and you crawl back into bed. So it has happened for a while and I felt like I'm not myself. I used to be that kind of person who goes to Equinox and I would do my spinning class three times a week yeah. and then I'll do my yoga and all of a sudden my energy went down. I felt I just didn't feel like myself. Hmm. And then you go to see doctors and they say, this is the invisible disease that so many people, it's like, you look okay, you look normal. Something else that happened as a woman really affected me is that you gain weight for no reason. Like you don't change your diet and you're just gaining weight. So I went, it's embarrassing to say, but it's actually not. I went from size four to size 14 for no That's reason. so hard and frustrating. Yes. You lose your confidence, your self-confidence. You go to buy clothes and you come home and you cry. And then you have a meeting the next day and you don't know what to wear because you're in front of clients. It was a very, very challenging time. Yeah. And then people at work look at you and you think that you're fine because it's not something that you can tell, you know, that she's sick. And then you go to doctors and doctors saying to you, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. Women in their 40s, you usually slow down. Yeah, it's normal that, you know, you don't have the energy that you used to have. And then the other sad and upsetting thing is that they're all offering you antidepressants because maybe you're depressed because of that. Like, you know, you, you will get antidepressants so you feel good about it. And that was another part that was very, very difficult in this journey. It goes back that when you ask us why we chose the name No-No, it was kind of like, don't settle for like, no. You know yourself, you know how you feel, you know your body better than anyone else, and you know that something is wrong. So that was something that also got me into like, okay, I'm not settling to like, you're fine, because I know that I'm not fine, and I need to find out what is wrong with me. A lot of research got me into the whole healing of Ayurveda. I traveled to Ayurveda Center. I started with an amazing center in Austria, and then it was the first time that I realized the effect of eating real food, real clean food, and all these herbs and all these adaptogens, and what do they do to your body? That's how the journey of healing started. Of course, I got some help of amazing doctors and amazing nutritionists. Understood. And Rachel, the path also to No No Market for you is related to something you were going through, I think, with your knee and joint pain. It's a similar narrative to Tal's. I would love for you also to talk about adaptogens, which Tal mentioned, which is a core component of your product. So talk to me about what you were dealing with and how you've also incorporated this healthy attitude towards eating in, in what you're trying to offer people. Many years ago, when my daughter was born, that's where the problem started. They started to have joint pains and they said, oh, you work too much on the computer. And then I started to have knee pains. Mm -hmm. And doctors, again, never said to me, food can cause this or food can help. They immediately went the Western route of painkillers, cortisone shots. And I was diagnosed with early arthritis, which is an autoimmune condition. And through, again... My friendship with Algo for so long, like we always share information, share dietitians. It's like really women that help each other because also women help us along this way. Right. What I found is certain food triggers autoimmune response. So if, if nothing is wrong with you, there's nothing wrong with gluten. But if you have some sensitivity, gluten actually makes things worse and cause inflammation in the body. 
So by eliminating gluten was the first thing, dairy, but other food like nightshades as well, that almost take away the trigger that cause inflammation. Hmm. But there are things that can help reduce the inflammation and fight it, like spirulina and cordyceps and medicinal mushrooms and turmeric. A lot of fruits and vegetables, like broccoli, for example, is a superfood. The difference between a superfood and adaptogen is that adaptogen needs a very small amount to have an impact on your body and to create some kind of a balance. Mm-hmm. A superfood adaptogen that most people are familiar with is turmeric. Eating a lot of turmeric, adding it into a latte, adding it into your food, just consuming it actually helps heal your body. And just by changing my diet, not taking any pain medication, very quickly by eliminating the things that are causing me pain and adding things that helps the body heal, basically your body's doing the job. And the pain reduced and the pain was gone. And I have been on it for years, but it's very hard to introduce those adaptogens to other people. Because if you don't have pain, what is the benefit of you starting taking supplement or eating in a smoothie? My family didn't want to touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So you were looking for ways to make it appealing. Appealing and adding into food that people actually enjoy eating. And what better food (laughs) than pasta? I would add those adaptogens to soup. I would add them to smoothies. I would add them to salads. So you guys came up with this concept together that you both know is beneficial to the population. So how did you develop this pasta? And this occurred during the pandemic. What is the timeline? And talk to me about the obstacles and, you know, some things that our listeners can learn from. We'd like to try to give some advice on people who might want to launch a business like what you've done. So tell me about development and how you navigated all of it. Wow. How do we start? It's a a long journey. It was in the summer of 20. I'm a little bit confused because of pandemic with the the years and the dates, but I think it was the summer of 2020 when we were in the peak of the pandemic. It was July 4th. I remember it because it was Rachel's birthday. Her husband arranged a beautiful house in Vermont, rented a beautiful Airbnb, and we all went to celebrate her birthday. It was like five long days of a weekend. And it, it was still in lockdowns. People were not going out. So all we did is was hiking in nature after a good few months of being locked in my apartment in, in Manhattan and not seeing Rachel. And it was just nice to spend time together in nature. Sure. And then the rest of the time, we just cooked. We cooked and we were sitting outdoors and eating and enjoying good food that we cooked. And I think this is where I think we made pasta. It was a gluten-free pasta and we added all our adaptogens and we created kind of like this, no real recipe, just from our head. You're experimenting. Yeah. And we were eating and we were talking because you are in Vermont and you have time and the the river, it was a beautiful like scenery. And we were just chit-chatting and I don't know how, we were kind of like, why would we create a pasta with adaptogens? How cool would it be instead of like us in the morning doing our smoothies with adaptogens and her family, like her husband and then was like, no, thank you. And why can't we make like this food that everybody can enjoy? So that's where the idea was born. Right. But we didn't do much with it yet. It was a few months after we funded our company in December of 2020. So we are like a year and three months old now. 
I just finished studying. I took a, it's a year course of becoming a nutritional health coach with the IIN. It's, it's an international school for nutrition to become like a nutritional health coach. Mm-hmm. So I finished school and Rachel and I have been talking all these months and the idea was there. And, and I think we just decided to take a leap of faith and just do it. It, it just felt right. The pressure, the pandemic kept going. Work was not the same because you cannot go to work. And then from there, H, do you want to take it how we... Yeah. How are you selling it now? Is it online? Is it in stores? And how is it going with the business? Everything was remotely. And we also found an entrepreneur in Sardinia that actually make the grows the, the spirulina because it was very important for us to use ingredients that we know where the origin. Spirulina is very good. It's one of the most potent adaptogen in nature. But it grows in water, and if the water are not clean, it actually can be very dangerous because it might have heavy metals and poisoning from the water. So it was very important for us to do it right, and we found a manufacturer in Sardinia, and the fact that I was in Europe, she did a lot of the research. We launched a product within less than a year from idea to to market. Mm. And now it's available on Amazon. So if you look Nonopast on Amazon, you can find it. And the reason we went to Amazon was just because logistics and ease of getting to consumers directly and without a lot of budget. Because if you want to go to store, you need a lot of capital. So we did it very agile. We did it very quickly. We pivoted along the way, constantly making decisions, allowing yourself to make mistakes, not be too hard on yourself that you make a mistake and continue, not be perfect all the time. Like good was like, okay, this is good enough. Let's go. And we did make a lot of mistakes along the way, a lot, but it's part of the learning journey. I found that a lot of entrepreneurs are recovering perfectionists when they finally realize that that will stymie you and slow you down sometimes if you don't allow good to be good enough. Would you do anything differently in terms of how you rolled it out? And again, this is sort of in the takeaway section for listeners because you did this fairly quickly in a pandemic, which obviously posed obstacles that under normal circumstances may not have been there. You've learned a lot, I'm sure. Would you do anything differently that you might give some advice on to people? It was very like the core of our business that was very, very important for us because we, we've talked about autoimmune disease and how we got all to, into all of that. Yes. And the main reason is because we realize how nutrition, nutrition was a very big part in our healing journey. Something that was very important to us through the entire journey is what are we going to say no to? Hmm. Because when you do a business, there are certain things and you're talking about compromising and you need to, you know, good is good enough. There were a few things that we said we will never, never compromise. And that was actually the challenge was not to compromise on the quality of the product, the quality of the ingredients. That's actually kind of like slow us down a little bit. We wish to create a product that is for everyone. We have people who are saying to us, yeah, but the price, when we use these adaptogens to be fully transparent, we could have got spirulina from China and we have nothing against China. We are not political. We're just really looking for good quality. We couldn't assure that the quality, the organic, the way we are really in our terms of what organic means for us is really something that we can assure if we're getting it from other places. Yeah. The same thing with cordyceps. Cordyceps is mushrooms. It's, it's medicinal mushrooms who are known in Chinese medicine for many, many years, how it's, 
It's actually healing the body. There's a lot of research. It's even good for cancer. It's good for increasing energy. This is one of the supplements that for me with Hashimoto, when I was struggling with energy, it helped me a lot. We could have taken it from places where it will be a fifth of the cost, right? but we took it actually from the US. So you end up having a product that's coming from the US to Italy because the pasta is produced in Italy. And then after we're creating the pasta, it's going back to the US. So all these added more logistics and more cost. Yeah. But the idea was that if we're going to make food that we really call it functional food, if we're really looking at this food as food that is medicine because it's good for the soul and it's good for the body, you cannot cut corners. And that was one thing that we, throughout the entire journey, we knew that, and we would have not done it differently. It was a more challenging than other options, other routes that we could have gone, but we had to, to stay true to the core of why we're doing it. And then we said, Rachel and I, if it's something that we personally want to eat, and we are very picky in what we're eating, then we will not sell it. And that's how we created this nono pasta. But to go back to your question, what we will do differently, the thing about business plans, you can write a business plan. As much as you plan, there's so many things that you cannot anticipate them and you cannot plan them. Mm -hmm. As Rachel said, you have to be agile and you learn as you go. So even if we wanted to do something differently in retrospect, it's good that we didn't know about all these obstacles <laughs> because then we probably would have not done it. That is interesting. Yeah, it's probably good that we just went and continued and have faith and we loved what we were doing and we believed in what we're doing. That was the main ingredient to keep us going. Absolutely. I really believe that you believe in what you've created here. And I respect your mission, what you are doing to bring awareness to the food industry and open people's eyes on its effect on people's health, how they eat. So I wish you guys lots of good luck and continued success. <laughs> Before we go, please let us know where our listeners can find you online. You did mention that you're selling on Amazon. Where's the best place to find out more? Our website is nonomarket.com. So it's nonomarket.com. So if you sign up, you can get a 15% coupon. So that's a nice bonus going to the website directly. Mm -hmm. Or if you want, just go to Amazon. And if you type in the search nonopasta, nonopasta, you should be able to find our pasta there. And then on Instagram, we are at nonomarketny. And that's it. Is there anywhere else that we are, Rach? So Facebook and Instagram, Nono Market New York. Our website is nonomarket.com and Nonopasta on Amazon. So say yes to Nono. <laughs> it's all Nono. <laughs> As in yes, yes, healthy. All right, Rachel Katz, Talbar, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Thanks for listening. I did promise you a discount code when you go to Amazon to order Nono Pasta. Be sure to type in bucket 15 for 15% off your order. I will tell you, I truly felt it has that artisanal Italian pasta taste. You don't need to douse it in sauce, which is my personal test of a good product. I'm a fan. And if you're increasingly a fan of my show, the podcast, oh, my cheesy little segues, you have to love them, but forgive me. Don't forget to share my posts on social media at Bucketless Careers. That helps my reach a lot. And let's chat all things Bucketless Careers on social media. DM me. I'd love to connect. You know that. Be well, guys. We're back with an all new guest for you on Thursday.
an ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.